0: What's up, everybody? So much tea to spill. We got a new year and a new episode of Love &
1: Hip Hop New York. And Sin and Joe Button are at a crossroads, and their
2: relationship may be on the line. Sydney Star gets a makeover, and Safari gets the deal of a lifetime.
0: And later on in the show, we're going to be unpacking the latest episode of Miami. Did Prince get in JoJo's face? Trick and Trina's TNT finally exploded.
1: And uh, Little Miss Jessie Wu may not be so sweet. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the T Love and Hip Hop's official podcast. It's your boy Lim Gonzales. You can follow me everywhere at Lim Gonzales. Hey
0: guys, it's Jesse Janet. You guys can hit me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. It's
2: TK Trinidad. You can follow me everywhere at TK Trinidad. So Lemmy Lem, what's up with the resolution? How's that water going for you?
1: It's going good. I'm currently drinking it right now.
2: Yeah, drink it at this moment. But what about like the rest of the week? I'm drinking like water.
1: Like it's happening. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not up. To a gallon a day, like you. Right. But I'm working my way Are you up there. feeling
2: the changes?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. More energy. Um, I just hate peeing all the time. Yeah. That it's, part It's
2: going to go away if you are consistent with the gallon after like a week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The peeing oh, okay. goes
1: away?
0: Okay, oh, yeah. girl, because I'd be getting up, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I hate away. that part.
1: I hate that part.
2: Come on, New Year, new me. Yeah. I know. Is there any other resolutions that you're going to add or you have added that you want to tell us about?
1: Uh, No. No, that's it. It's like, just the water. Know,
2: like Styling, wardrobe chains, like Sydney Star, like stuff oh. like that. Oh, my God. Whoa. What? What? You know, like change your whole like attire. Your look. Yeah, your look. <laughs> Basically, no. TK thinks you need a whole reeventure. I'm <laughs> like, what's going on here? What are I'm you trying asking. to say? I'm just asking. Like if you added it, I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying you might have wanted to add it to your... I don't, I don't get
1: what you're saying.
2: Like we have stylists here. Oh well. my,
0: okay. Before this gets anywhere speaking Whoa. of stylist, y'all, Whoa. please. Hold on. Wait,
2: are you talking
1: She's about calling you Sydney Star, outfit? basically. Oh my gosh, you better not, because oh, <laughs> don't even let me go there. Just oh, I'm just saying. Oh please go there. No, oh, I'm here. I'm no, because sure. I'm, I'm always coming fresh. Let me put some okay. sugar. And, in and my... you're always complimenting me on what I'm wearing. So boom. Uh-huh. And on top of that, uh-huh. you always dress like you're going to the gym or going to sleep. So uh-huh. one of the two. So I'm always wondering. Well, she is always going because to I'm a Christian. So anyway, exactly. <laughs> but you, but so, you said, so said it. But something. I, well, you brought it out of me. Um, <laughs> she brought me. the devil forgive out of me. Forgive me, Lord. There it is. Boom. Don't come for me. Um, <laughs> Unless you need sense. I mean, <laughs> exactly.
2: but you're getting so upset at. You could have just said, "No, I don't need one." Why are you getting so upset? Like, did
1: you do you really because need there were the audacity of you saying something oh, okay. about anything that I'm wearing, oh, especially
0: okay. when he's wearing a T-shirt that says, "I'm proud of myself."
1: Exactly. That part. Thank you. (laughs) Next subject, Jesse J. Uh, So
0: I think someone else who's proud of themselves that shouldn't be proud of themselves is Miss Sydney Starr. Uh. Can we please get into this? Because she is just Mm. doing the most this week. It's like I have love for her. But Um, um, let's talk about her. Mm.
1: Let's do that. Mm. Let's talk because we surely aren't
0: going to drop a beat. (laughs) (laughs) Because it will
1: not be float on. uh, She she beats the beats. Right. So why do do you think, first of all, I mean, I get that you're hungry. This is what you want to do. You want to be a star. Well, if
0: you're hungry, you need to go to the kitchen. Basically, (laughs) grab a sandwich.
1: But I think that um, I don't know. Yet um, the jury's still out, or maybe it is uh, already completed. That she doesn't have the talent to do what she's trying to do. I well, mean, she
2: hasn't displayed it as of yet. It's not the the talent; is just putting in the work. It takes ten thousand hours to 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 do something to get kind of get to a certain level. And it feels like she decided that she wanted to be a rapper, and maybe she didn't put in the work, or maybe it was just recent. But this platform is almost doing her a disservice. Like, if she came out, mm-hmm. like, banging, it was like that, plus the fact that, you know, she's transgender, it, it would have made a, a great, you know, a great platform for her. But the fact that she's... You know not doing well and you can't say because two people are in the room and they threw her off or whatever you always have to be prepared no matter what
0: and but and she's had three times to do this and right. every single time has been a flat tire
2: so it's not it's not looking it's not looking good
0: i remember back in the day lola monroe you guys remember her rapper she used to be a model um and she worked with joe Budden. she was a model and she really wanted to get into rapping mm-hmm. and Every day, like you would just you put it's these wraps. videos up of her sitting there writing these lyrics, right? And he's like and then like fabulous Joe telling her like you're trash, like really? you're trash and but she would continue and fight and she stopped doing what she was doing like modeling wise as much because she wanted to focus and be taken serious. I don't see that with Sydney. And then not only that, but you're putting Naya up on this level of like she's going to help me. She's going to help me. And now I, I, I'm i offended that she's trying to help me like right. and then you're throwing like as a transgender woman and I can understand that but that you're in a supposed to be in a safe place here yeah in maybe
2: like crosswords crossroads where naya thought that she was helping her overall and sydney like there wasn't not a conversation about artist development per se maybe it was one of those things where sydney just really thought it was more on her lyrics yeah and there was like a cross because you know you walk in a situation and you're like wait that's not what we talked about so i'll give her that but even with that, Jacque gave her something to do, so she should already, already been prepared, regardless of what other, whatever situation she was walking into.
1: I think this falls into a lot of what we've seen over the seasons with Love & Hip Hop, where these people that are doing other things that decide, like, hey, I want to do music. And I don't think that they're prepared to really fall into that. And I love how they showed a clip of uh, Erica Minna, when mm-hmm. she was like trying to be a singer and wanted to do that, and sounded terrible, and she wasn't ready for that. And mm. I think that <clears throat> what she's has... ready for, Safari. Congratulations! <laughs> which, uh, yes, okay, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Which her is, her is also funny
0: that Safari knew the, the lyrics to that song. <laughs> yeah, but
1: I, I I really think that this platform, you mentioning platform before, um, the fact that she's on this platform, I feel like if she would have, if she really wanted to do this, she would have put in the ten thousand uh, dollars, ten thousand hours before she started filming, this right, and been ready to really put it out and like make some moves. Yeah, because I think that she's resting on the laurels of uh, you know her being new to the show um, you know the experience the exposure that she's getting and then just being like okay now it's just gonna happen right and this doesn't happen I feel like you know we go back to Cardi B a lot um, but I feel like Cardi B is she one came. of exactly yeah is one of, you know, she's the biggest success story out of Love and Hip Hop. And I feel like she was also prepared mentally. Mm -hmm. She had the bar. She she was ready for what came her way. Right. And I feel like a lot of these people, they aren't ready.
0: Well, and it can go that way, or it could go... Jocelyn Hernandez way where it's like she worked she put in the time the effort to try and like be an artist and mm. like it just it's not for you yeah like Jocelyn is a fun personality I think Sydney's a fun personality I think you know she could if she more so practice on that worked on that you know you can get in the industry as a personality I just don't see yeah the but the thing is thing.
2: every time we see her, It's like she has a great personality, but she doesn't work well with others. So like you're putting you're putting yourself, you you know, not just on the platform alone. You have Remy Ma and Joe Budgen, who are heavily connected, right? Even if they're not in scenes with her, they're still heavily connected and they see the show, right? So now you have these opportunities and it's like, okay, well, you say you could rap, but your bars are not that good. And now you're not working you're not working well with the, the people that they're, you know, you're put up with. And it's just like okay now you're just again doing yourself a disservice like no matter what you do from this point on this is going to be look this is going to be frowned upon
0: yeah like Mariah lynn she worked her way up to have a track with remy ma that would mm-hmm. probably be the biggest thing out of from Mariah lynn like yeah. that's epic like that
1: you got that stamp of approval mm-hmm. and i think Mariah lynn is also more talented than sydney star well, well, she's she. definitely for yeah.
2: sure she seems and again we don't know what they do off camera but Mariah lynn definitely seems like she works harder she's put into work mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just feel like I don't I don't think this is any stars lane. It'll be interesting to see you know going. It might forward. be.
2: She just has to put in the work. We yeah. don't know until after you put like we don't know <sighs> until you put in you to legit. There's some people who are born with it and they squander it, but there's some people who actually legitimately put in the work day in day out. But and, there's no. You know, where's the passion? Yeah. Like the, I
0: don't see a passion for exactly. it. Like nah, y'all are tripping. Like watch what I'm gonna do. See what I'm gonna right. wa- watch. I'm gonna turn. I'm going I'm uh, give me a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even see that every rapper that I've known the story of was always hungry, mm. you know, and it's funny because you go back to I mean, when Joe at- brought up Eminem. You know, you look at how Joe was raised. Look how Eminem was raised like these is, people. That's
2: an older generation. You have Takashi yeah. 6 9 You have, um, I think it was uh, 21 Savage who said like this album, he was actually taking time to actually become a rapper that this is the generation now. is. But she not ain't even about- catchy. Yo, yo. Yo, now my name is Sid and that's who I be and I got a bad bitch mentality. If you ain't getting money, ain't no bagging me. Now look, it was nice to meet. Now look, he mad. He cheap.
0: She no. only, yo, she, yo, she hey, hey, Sounds hey, like yeah.
1: She sounds like trap. I mean, let's keep it all the way real. She sounds bad and I think that there's still, and, and I agree with you and I saw that interview with 21 Savage where he said that oh and I think that, I mean, and, and I'm, no, not, no, I'm, sorry. I'm not a fan of his like that, you know, I appreciate that. He's like, okay, I want to learn
2: my craft. That crack, track with his mom though wanna... did have me a little, yeah. you know, no. little. I guess, I made that yeah. face because I got
0: right. mixed with Kodak Black that interview, and I was like, oh, oh that's yeah. a different,
1: yeah, yeah that's a different one. But I think that, um, but the fact that he's, you know, he said I, I want to learn my craft, and I think that's good because that projects longevity. Because right. I feel like you can get a hit, you can get a top producer, you can get somebody to write your rhymes, and you deliver fine, you can have a hit. But that doesn't mean you're going to have longevity. And I feel like with her, she just doesn't have it. I mean, I feel like we sung her in three different times, trying freestyle or whatever, and that just isn't it. You mm-hmm. are the weakest thing. Goodbye. <laughs> so I think that on that note, like you just, I mean, there's other things you could do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we know, I mean, it's on her Instagram, she signed with Rich Dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I haven't heard any tracks with her. I don't know what she's doing, you know, with the production or Whatever, right. you know, maybe she's just doing an appearance, I don't know, but I really don't think she has it as a rapper.
0: I mean, maybe she feels you know that her fashion maybe she should create a fashion line. No. Well, I'm somebody, sure there are well, girls out there that would... Too. I
2: don't know, you never, know. You you just, never I, know. I
0: see girls dressing like that. Oh, okay, it
2: mean, doesn't mean it's fashion, it's it's percentage percentage. Percentage. Hey, but, oh, it, but if they buy it and
0: make the money off it, go ahead.
2: <laughs> Yo, let's talk about
1: Joe and Sin. Uh,
2: uh congratulations uh, to them too, yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yes, it's, it's going in the air.
2: It's what I wonder too if. Because I think Joe did an interview—it might have been with Breakfast Club or somebody—where he did an interview prior to the engagement, and they were talking about love and hip-hop, and he's like, well, you have to watch the show. It gets worse, which, okay, you know, technically the show looks like it's getting worse, but I wonder if he already knew that he was going to propose to her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like—because this is just throwing—it's one of those situations where now, like, you know they're going to go through whatever, but— Eventually, At the end of the day, they get, right? Over the they phone. get engaged. So it's you know I wonder if he knew going into the show before recording that this is he was eventually going to propose to her sooner than later.
1: I'm pretty sure he did, and what's funny is because we even talked about it, we were like he's going to propose to her like before it happened, uh, and I think it just it just needed to take that time, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was just you know it was what it was, and and we see this. You know what they're going through and dealing with the postpartum depression, mm-hmm. which is something that happens to a lot very of women. Real. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very real. And I like that he was talking to Remy and kind of got you know, um, you know, know what was going on and kind of try to understand um, even though <laughs> when she did talk to her and then he came back to him it didn't really turn out quite like he had wanted it to. Nope. Uh, but I mean I think it's, it's shedding light and I think Love & Hip Hop is doing a really good job now in these later seasons that we see they're bringing up real issues mm-hmm. and tackling them and tackling them well um, do you think that at this point though do you think that they were at a point of maybe breaking up
0: no I just think I think Joe <laughs> I, I, I think Joe wants sin to stand up on her own mm-hmm. and at the same time Joe is doing what Joe has kind of always done if we looked at his past relationships like a lot of the times it's like, okay, you have depression. You have depression. Okay. How are you working on that to get yourself out? Like, bitch, I'm working on me. She said she's doing what she's doing around right. the house. Yes, I think the nanny thing is important. Right. Because you do have to break that tie at some point. But
2: self help is not going to. No. But yeah. I also think he
0: has to be like. Not to bring up Chad and Michelle, because <laughs> oh, that didn't boy. work out. Wow. But I do think it is important for, like, counseling together. Like like he said, you know, you don't know what it's like for someone living with someone who has... Po- well, okay, so yeah, you but- clearly both are going through an issue. Right. How are you working on it together? She's asked you multiple times for one-on-one time. Right. And it's like pulling teeth. Now, maybe that's something that can make her feel... Maybe on a Sunday, Monday she going into Monday feeling bomb, right? Because you know she got some last night. She feels cute. She feels whatever. Yeah,
2: but it seems like the time that they started dating was the same time that he's like his his workflow hasn't necessarily changed. So it's one of those things where he acknowledged that she has postpartum depression. He also acknowledged that he suffers from depression. So I think he's just trying to keep himself out of that. Out of actually going into it, because mm-hmm. once he probably knows once he goes into it, it's gonna be a wrap for both of them. So and and it's always said that in in those type of situations, like if you're on an airplane or whatever, you first have to put the mask on yourself first before you put on somebody else. So maybe she needs to either counseling or she needs whatever to like deal with her issues um, things that she didn't expect that was gonna happen with her body, and then also bring it to the relationship as well.
1: What do you guys think about um the nanny situation because she this is something that came up when she was talking to Remy mm-hmm. and um you know she was mentioning like hey you know this is something that you know a lot of people do kinda helps them, you know, especially with scheduling and things of that nature. And she's kinda like dead set against it. Yeah, that's she's a, like I that's I don't a cultural trust thing. That. Yeah, because I'm like You have uh,
2: your granny come and take her. Like exactly. you're somebody's mom. Mm. Like you have family come. You don't have just people.
0: Yeah. That's like a someone who got a big family, like you're it's very looked yeah, down like, upon. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, like Tia or yeah, somebody come. you got like, auntie, aunt, yeah. or grandma or second grandma, someone's coming over to watch these kids. Yeah. Or there's an old enough cousin to be Watching, he's like, "So I get it with sin, but you are in the public spotlight, so you kind of and you, I'm assuming, make a little bit more than the average household mm-hmm. with Joe. So it's like, I'm sure there there are agencies and things like yeah. that you can go. It's, you
1: ain't just on Craigslist, like right, click, right. Click, click, Her her the the problem that she's having with it, she doesn't need to have that problem. Basically, right. right. Well, so.
2: yeah, it's just to get your head ar- around it. There's certain things that you just." are are normal and natural to you like okay well i have kids like we're not doing this nanny thing Mm -hmm. so i think she just has to wrap her head around and how it'll benefit her and then also you know seeing the process that you can hire people that not necessarily your family but have the same type of you know um work ethics and you know values
1: what do you think uh when she said about you know her Kind of uh, solving of the issue is like no phones, um, like having a day with no phones and kind of getting together and like having quality time. Do you think that that's something that? I don't know a day with no phones, issue? but I don't know. I, I mean, just don't think that that. I think that it's not the issue. No, yeah. I mean,
0: I think it can help towards the end's issue. Honestly, I think mm-hmm. anybody in a relationship, not in a relationship, if you take time away from your cell phone and have to force yourself to like not be in the you know internet universe or whatever you do reach a different part of you like i know i did that over the break like there were literally a few days where i was just like let me not even respond to did you
2: actually post on instagram saying i'm taking a social media break yes oh god
0: but I didn't even really do that. I was like, it's a mental <laughs> shutdown. But I, but I did. You but posted I posted on social media. So many people were a break doing that. It was so annoying.
1: But I, I didn't.
0: Like... But I didn't. But it was just didn't. one of those things where I just wanted to mentally, for myself, be like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to keep reaching for my phone. Like right. I'm, I'm acknowledging that this is a break right now. Mm-hmm. I have a break, and I'm going to take that. And so I think that that's what she's trying to do. Like just a day without your PR person hitting you up. Like, cause when you're in that field, you have so many different right. people. You're checking your emails all the time. And it's okay after seven o'clock to not do that. It's right. okay b- before eight a.m. or whatever time a.m. Like for you to not do that, but right. creating those boundaries.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like almost like okay, when we're having dinner, we're having dinner at yeah. a table together. You know, we're actually having conversation and there's no phones. You can do that for an hour a day, or maybe once or twice a week, or stuff like that. A full day. I don't know. It just that's seems like he has so many, so much stuff going you know, on. Five that businesses. Just, yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not not the good thing. But the thing is, once she gets that, is that going to solve the problem? Because it seems like she's post. She's saying that if they were to do this, then this will solve her her postpartum depression. Which I don't think that's the case. So you know, I think that's why Joe was kind of confused. Where it's just like, okay, well yeah we can work on that but i need you to be at a certain level so then we can both enjoy the time that we take out to enjoy each other well i think
1: also looking at it because the other thing that came in the, in the play was the whole therapy situation and she didn't want she was against yeah. that but again i control. think that's, that's a culture too. yeah yeah it no I, and i that. agree but the same token i think that that's something that probably will help more than the whole phone situation
0: no, because i see i don't i don't know like i've had a therapist before and it's i've had it twice in my life significantly the first time was horrible like it just was a bad experience mm-hmm. what i knew i needed was to be doing certain things with my life but i the, i knew that i needed to actually have these conversations with people that i knew actually cared even if they didn't have the answer right mm-hmm. but i needed to, it was that like when i would go into the psychologist i'm like you don't care like it would be like 20 or it's like uh, you know 20 dollars at the end of the session like Wait, we're gonna stop? Like that, when that happens, you can have the best session. Right. Mm -hmm. But as soon as that time is up, and if you're in a weak emotional state, and they're like, oh, okay, well, you got that 20 bucks or whatever, like it's like, whoa. Like now I'm disconnected. Now I'm leaving all these emotions that I just had. I'm disconnected. I'm going back into the world. Mm -hmm. So for her, and this is why I'm just like, it got me mad looking at Joe, because I'm like, yo, for one second, like if you really wanna help her for real, Mm -hmm. because. You have you. I haven't seen it. You're running around. You're picking up the clothes like you're doing your job. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. But you see she's weak. Mm-hmm. Step up right now and say, okay, you know what? You've been asking for time alone. Like it doesn't have to be a dramatic. Let's go But that's a vacation. Yeah, but that's like a dramatic. We're gonna go on vacation right. and spend this. Mm-hmm. No, like bro, we sitting in our house. Like don't go downstairs and play video games. Like for on every Sunday. Like right. just come up here and just be with me. Like, I feel ugly. I feel, I'm feel i taking care of the kid all day. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's taking that into consideration. I think that it won't help her. It won't, like, solve the problem, but I think it'll help be a step. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then he can start shooting it down like, yo, I've done this for you. I've done this. Mm-hmm. I've done this. You aren't doing your job.
1: Yeah, I think, too, um, one of the things that came up when, I believe, once he was talking to Remy is that, you know, she may not be the person that, you know, she, her real self, you know, and that's why Joe is acting the way he's acting because even though she's like, I want this and that from him and he's Mm -hmm. too busy and da-da-da-da but in the same token, because of what she's going through, he's not, she's not being the same for him. And so I think, you know, it comes to their, they both have to come to kind of an agreement or consensus as to what they need to do to support each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, and then he brought this up, which I think is, is great. He's like, you're trying to help the self, like you know what I'm saying, you're trying to self-help your situation. Right. That's kind of counterproductive. Yeah,
2: at a certain point, you self-help is just not gonna right. work.
1: It's not going to.
2: And especially if you can afford some type of counseling or a life coach or whatever, it might be getting her into like actually. Because th- this is my thought, especially with people who are dealing with depression. It's like the people in the hood who deal with postpartum and deal with depression, they still have to go to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have a bank account that's going to afford them that. True. So it's just like. Yes, they don't. They don't have those opportunities, but they're forced to actually put that aside and go and you know flip the burgers or do whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just like maybe. What it would also help her on top of, you know, you know, taking care of her, her child is, you know, either creating a business or something that is yeah. also going to take her mind and force her to be creative or force her whatever her, her whatever is, like you know, her makeup. Like she's in the studio. Like, right. OK, no. Yeah. Don't do well, that. I mean, if you're in the stu- well, I mean, <laughs> don't do that. It, it I mean, I
0: remember they played something back in the day and it wasn't horrible. But no, come on. that's mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, create either paint, a baby line yeah, or, something or something.
2: Something like that. something to that extent might also might also help as well. Um, so, you know, this is sometimes the problem with when you have almost too much, because then you can fall into that category where you can afford to uh, not downplaying depression, but you can afford to sit in it, sit in it.
1: Yeah, you're afforded a lot of luxuries when you have the money. Um, speaking of uh, being able to afford things, um, <laughs> your favorite, Mr. Trinidad. I? Um, Guess so what far. I'm getting so for far. Valentine's Day? Yeah. Hey, now. He can now afford uh, a, a lot ring. of rings. Damn. Well, yeah. I mean, because um, of his uh, situation. Why don't you talk about that?
2: His penis situation. I mean, he was blessed. Almost, almost blessed too much. Like, nope. good on Erica. It looks um, good. I mean, it looks great, but then it looks. Painful. Yeah. Like, little.
0: We should test it out. So <laughs> we should get it for TK. <laughs> <You said> we- <laughs> We're going to get it for you for <laughs> Valentine's Day because that's when they're being shipped out. You can uh, <laughs> order them online now, and they'll be uh, just oh in time gosh. for Valentine's Day. And I would like to know. I, th- I think, viewers, I if you guys that. leave a comment. I wonder in, if it's going to the...
2: come like color, or it's going to come out clear. Like I wonder if you no, can get it in different it's colors. it's going to
0: look like the same color tone as him.
2: Why? Why can't you get an option?
0: Because it's not a magical dick. It's Safari's dick.
2: Right, but say if you wanted the size, but just a different color. No. I'm sure that's an option. No, it's not. Are you sure you went on You went mine?
0: He's not the first person that I know to have, okay. a, what's it called, a dick mold. But, like, no, When <laughs> the thing is, like, they, they take somebody right. and they... They mold it. Mold but it. But you
2: could change colors.
0: Well, then you get somebody else's dick. Oh. There are plenty of... I Mediocre more, in, influential I mean, people I mean, with yes. dick molds like, of I un- it. Yeah,
2: I understand. It. It's like it's Safari's penis, but it's just like you could still have the penis, but have a different size or, or not a different size. I mean a different color. Like if you wanted a unicorn color, what if you wanted it pink, like you know bright pink, not like white pink? Girl, like
0: th- pink. This, we aren't shopping for highlighters. We're shopping for dicks. Okay, like <laughs> oh it's gosh. Safari's dick. It's his tone. Well, congratulations, to Safari. Tone. He has a
2: huge deal with uh, Doc Johnson. <laughs> Um, they're gonna also have like attachments to it, um, harness, seven figures yeah. harness and all this other stuff. So I mean, probably that's how that first check was how he got Erica that that big ass well, ring. He and also, then they were a party in Jamaica. So yeah, he also that.
0: signed a five hundred thousand uh, dollar deal with uh, Hair Club for Men.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right, he did. Yeah, so <coughs> he's out here. He's, he's doing well. collecting. What do you think about when he said um, he was telling the guys—actually, it was Remy and Papoose, because they were trying to kind of talk him out of it, mm-hmm. not understanding. He already signed. Uh, also, I want to give a shout-out to Papoose, because he did look like a ghetto priest with his outfit. <laughs> um, so, you know, anyway. Um, also, i like him. So, the— <laughs> What I'm trying to figure out is why would you sign something without not completely people understanding? People do that every but, day. Uh, no, no. Yes, they do. But I'm talking about someone at his level. No, where someone I think that this
0: shows who you were talking about. I think yeah. this is somebody who has just kind of.
2: And he doesn't have a team per yeah. se. Like his team is. We have the people... two managers. Yeah, but those like those are new. Like and I, if, that if they just...
0: look worried for any decision yeah, he's very making. Worried. If
2: you if you I think the interview he did with uh, Breakfast Club or Angie Martinez where he's saying like he doesn't have. Like he, if you go on his Instagram right now and you want to book him, it's like his name and gmail.com. Like mm-hmm. he he says he does the bookings, he does all of that stuff. So, you know, maybe he might have had somebody like run it over or somebody say, This is what's in the contract and just sign. Cause people do that all the time too, where you have the, the contract there, not necessarily for that particular thing, but they have the signature, the X there. It's like, Oh, well, this is what it says and sign here. People do that all the time too. So, you know, Maybe he thinks he's not going to get taken advantage of because they need his penis more than the other way around, I guess.
0: He needs the check. He need, They need the penis more than he needs the check?
2: He, well, I mean, maybe they didn't know that he needs the check as much. And we don't know how much he needs the check. Yeah? Because he's been hustling, doing all the shows, um, the songs he's been coming out with. Like, who knows what other projects he has that we don't know of. So we don't really know if he needs the check, but the popularity of his penis, they appreciate I also him. wonder
0: if he still gets paid off Nikki.
2: Nicky songs?
0: No. Well, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure off the songs, but or whatever their deal was, because he got some sort of settlement off that. Yeah. So, yeah, so he would have already
1: got paid then, but he wouldn't be getting, you talking about like, like residual income? Payments?
0: I mean, it depends how big the payment was, if they gave it to him all oh, at once or if them. it was like.
1: I mean, I don't think he's hurting. I mean, he's got his check from Love Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. And he he's, bought he's, a house too. Music. Yeah. So, I mean, I he's think that this is just, you know, something added to. His
0: wealth um i i like that remy wasn't fully against it like i liked the conversation with him papoose mm. and remy because papoose like yo what are you doing right. like but remy's like well i mean it's a new age like right. at the end of the day like and again going back to rich i think it was or i don't remember who it was he was having the conversation uh, joe uh-huh. and they were like you have to understand like your fan base right. listening to your raps isn't guys so this works, and that to me it works if he follows that mold.
2: Well, that's why that's why I'm thinking too. Like on uh, as a rapper and as an artist, like you know he's clearly like not Wu Tang Clan. Like you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> so you know if he has that, then you it's know, not gonna hurt. It's his... not gonna hurt. I don't think it's gonna hurt him any in any way. Cause yeah, his his fan base is way this more women.
1: Weird. Do you think that? So you don't think. Papoose's comment, or basically concerned about him jeopardizing his music career and people taking him seriously, as would affect um, because of his fan
2: base. It just depends on the conversation that him and Papoose had as far as what he wanted his career to be versus what it really is. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you watch some of his videos, you know, a, a while ago before he like popped off, before like mm-hmm. you know, you just he just started doing love and hip hop. It was trying to more on that like you know, like I'm a thug flow. And then now you see the ones now, like he's on the beach, he's dancing with women, he's, you know, being him. So, you know, I think, you know, he has to decide and know who he is and know what type of artist he is gonna be and he, he truly is. Like you can't you can't fake thug, like look at Takashi. Yeah. You don't want that.
1: No, no. I feel like too, um, with Savari, just just the way he is, it feel like he's in a different like he's uh you know, people are like you know, in a different era, like they they belong and because of how they are, mm-hmm. they belong in a different era. And I 90s. feel like with him, yeah, exactly. I feel like if he was in the nineties, he would have popped way You think so? I no, think like we're so.
0: definitely like around like I the whole so. pretty Ricky Mario. Yeah. Like that. Whole, so. If he sells himself as an R and B not to do for him to do R and B right. But if he marketed himself in that same light but as a rapper mm-hmm. uh-huh. i think he would win more i yeah. think he's
2: more like a flow rider without the muscles like if he did something like that but yeah but again look at flow yeah.
0: rider like right flow stays in his lane right but he markets himself i yeah. think more how uh, a pop R and B singer would market mm-hmm. themselves right. versus a Correct. rapper
1: right because of like you know with the women and stuff like that yeah you know what he reminds me of it's like uh this is super old i don't know if you're going to remember this but arsenio hall he had an alter ego called Chunky A. Yep, you yeah, you're true for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on that one. No, but tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, sure. <Why>? Preach pre- <laughs> pre- pre- to the, pre- the new <laughs> school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he just had
2: this alter ego where he was a rapper, and right. he had like a whole album. This
1: is on his show? No, no. He was just, he came out as a rapper, Chunky uh-huh. A. It was like an alter ego. Wait,
2: but the, he came out as the rapper on his show?
1: Well, he was still doing his show. So like, like how
2: old are you when you're watching the show? What do you mean how old? I was a
1: kid. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> a little bit older than you guys, but not that much. Gosh, dang. Anyway, he had this alter ego. I'm like, I
0: remember Kevin Hart the came out <laughs> with the mixtape.
1: Wow. <laughs> I'm not talking about Kevin Hart. No, but he had this alter ego, but it was, like, fun. Like, no one really took him seriously. Right. This is, like, along the age of Two Life Crew, when this was, like, Two Life Crew was popping. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is when this came out. Okay. So, mm. um, this is, like, 90s. Okay. Like, you guys act like you were... Alive in the '90s. I was watching the Lion King. Stop looking at me like I'm 59 years old. Like I was listening to the mixtapes that
0: of Lion King, Aladdin, (laughs) Little Mermaid. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Um,
1: Lion King, Little Mermaid. Um, Probably one of the most heartfelt, you know, uh, scenarios that we saw was oh, with segue. Yandy. go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with yeah G- Yandy. Yeah, no. um, but yeah, with with Yandy um and the person that she is uh, taking Infinity. care of Infinity. Infinity. Mm-hmm. And uh I feel like it was really I mean, for me personally, and I kinda mentioned this as we were watching, I feel like Yandy, come on, you should know better. You know, you can't just take someone in your home and you know when they're in the system and stuff like that. But on the flip side i could see why she did what she did right. she basically saw a need she saw this woman who was you know a part of our young lady who was part of her mentor group and had a need and wanted to see her in and I remember specifically as I was watching this I remembered my mother did the same thing mm-hmm. uh, very similar uh, there was uh, a young lady that went to our church who was basically in a terrible living situation she lived with her biological mother but terrible mm-hmm. and asked my mom if she would could stay with her mm-hmm. because of the situation and my mom went through the channels and saw the situation and basically uh, got her in the foster care system and she became a foster care person for this individual. Mm -hmm. And ended up adopting her later on so I could see where she's coming from and why she did what she did and I feel like it's dope But at the same token, it's like man that the fact that this had to happen right um, Is just you know, it it, it hurts.
2: Yeah, it's crazy because at first I was like, oh well She's doing she's doing a nice thing and Mm -hmm. people who don't have to deal with certain systems um, Don't think of those you know that red tape stuff, but her husband is in jail and she had to deal with the lawyer and she had to deal with all the red tape and she had to deal with all this other stuff. And personally, just going through like immigration and stuff like that, anything that has to do with the government in the U.S. is red tape and BS. So it feels like, you know, the, her first thought should have been like, OK, she's in a terrible situation. How can I do this uh, the right way or figure out a way to get her into a better situation? Because, you know, there, there's something that's going to happen that's going to essentially, you know, screw me over like it just feels like you've already been through this situation in another form of government. Yeah, well, sure, not even yes. in
0: another form, because I looked at it almost like this seems so set up to me. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> because one, you're bringing this on national television. Two, yeah. not even a different situation. She went through this with Little Mendices and mm-hmm. the mother. Like, she's had so many back and forth, and those are the biological parents. Right. So now this is a situation. You know, and here we are listening to Jonathan's advice. I'm just like, you know, he said like that child is owned by the government Mm -hmm. and now you're just harboring this child in your home. Like, I understand it sounds great and all this stuff. And to me, Yandy, I believe Yandy to be much smarter than this, than to let her heart. Overpower it to have not figured out a plan of how can I get this girl in my house right. because dangerous things come up We see this girl's gonna run away, mm-hmm. you know, you bringing a child into home Look at sin mm-hmm. Joe brought that child into his home got her. No, I'm just kidding But uh, S- but at the wow. end of the day, you don't know the mental state. So wow. now this girl is attached Ashes of
2: age No, right. bing, bing, bing. I know, but this girl's so attached.
0: She called, her, you know, Yandy's kids her siblings mm-hmm. so It would be so nice to come home to my to siblings and this. Right. you're getting her hope so high and then without doing the due diligence or the work that gets put into this, and now she has to go somewhere. Like, it's your... Messing with the kids'
1: right. emotions, absolutely. Absolutely, I just looked up uh, just real quick, Chunky A. He came out, uh, <sighs> in 1989. Right. It was 1989. Damn. I just wanted to say, like, 89. this single, so give you a year. And you guys were both alive in 1999.
0: I was not li- re- reading <laughs> or listening to TV, like, what? Like, yeah. so I was I'm
2: wondering like I was like, it was like a late show. Like, how were you even watching that? Because, I, what do you mean, how was I but, watching like, that? how old, like. If you said you were a kid, yes. Like when were you watching? It was like late night. What well, was? I mean, I was like wasn't your and bedtime it? like at eight or something?
1: I was five years you know, old. I would could stay. You were five in nineteen eighty nine. Actually, okay. no, I was four. You were four. Yeah. But so, and you I, that yeah. would not be on in my house, like, yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I just want to just put that out. There. Right, okay. Well. well, well, we go down memory <laughs> lanes, guys. <laughs> when we come
0: yeah. back, we're gonna dive into Miami and really. I don't know where I was going with that.
2: (laughs) Up next. Chuck (laughs) Yee. Oh,
0: my God. Hey, America. Christopher Hahn here the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home
1: orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.
0: And we're back. Let's get into it. Miami this week was... I loved it. I was obsessed with the episode. I need... You know, New York is great. It's real tame, but I love a little little ratchet. Super ratchet. And we didn't get Bucky this episode, so I was excited. You you don't like Bucky. I just can't. I'm not featuring it. But let's get... You know, I gotta say this. I know last week I was a little bit rough on Trick Daddy. Mm Mm-hmm. This episode made me see a different side of him.
2: And then I did text you, and he said he is suffering from lupus. So that's yeah, why his, you know. Been, his weight has been going up and oh, down. Yeah. So that's why he looks oh, sickly. Like oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I, I just feel so like you this guys just don't even care. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no, I, God no, bless you. I, no, I'm saying that's... I wish that's, you a yeah, uh, exactly.
0: recovery. I, you can't recover
1: from exactly. that. Exactly. Right I wonder now. if they're going to touch on it on the episode. I'm okay they should, because
2: I know Kenny like Braxton is going through it as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: I just feel like this episode was very, like... You know, like, gossipy. Like, everybody was just going around like,
2: hey, so-and-so. Right, exactly.
1: I mean, but it was just very apparent. The way they, maybe the way they cut it, it was just this episode. It's like every scene was like, so-and-so said, so-and-so said. Well, it's funny because do you think it's everybody or do you think it's
0: one person, JoJo? (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, it sounds more like JoJo, for real. But she seems like the type of person that she just rather... If it eventually comes up because she was in those situations, rather let people know, like, hey, this is a situation that happened and, you know, this is what I said. So she's trying to get ahead of it versus passing on the gossip.
1: I don't know. I, I don't really care for Jojo at all. Like, I feel like she is very spoiled. Um, we saw last season, she was, I mean, you know, last season or first season, but it was just like the whole situation between her mom and dad mm-hmm. and the fact of her talking about, oh, I'm a millionaire and like boasting about that. It's like, oh, right. your dad's a millionaire. Like, I get it. Like, you have done some things with the money that's been given to you, but it's very Donald Trumpish. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like she feels entitled and I really don't think like she has really a place amongst what people are doing. This is loving hip hop. You're not doing hip hop. You're not with no, anybody. No, she's that... like the
0: connector to uh, everybody. Okay, but we, let's get into that a little later because that was the, all the tea. That was the that was the tea of the episode. Oh, boom. But, but boom. let's start t- with t- Trick Daddy because he really changed my whole perception of him. Because Gunplay went over to his house mm-hmm. and we learned about Trick Daddy's relationship with his son, which um, was dope, which was really cool. And then for Trick Daddy to kind of school Gunplay on how important it is to having a good woman,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think really kind of...
2: Well, I mean, that's fact. Yeah. Like, it's fact that they, they've said that men who are married or in relationships, they tend to live longer than them being alone. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's speaking to, to that truth. So, I mean, it makes sense. He's probably definitely right where, like, if he wasn't married, that he probably would have been in jail a long time ago.
1: I, I can agree with that. I think that he... Uh, Trick Daddy, he's old school, you know, um, and I think that his marriage, I think, has helped solidify his, you know, what he's doing. Um, his music, I think a lot of that is spawned from, you know, the, the complexity of him being married and the addition of what he's doing in his relationship, having a child. I don't know how many kids he has. We, You know, we were introduced to a son. Right. But him being a father and just being a family man altogether. Um, but um, I think that he... You know, and we talked just a minute ago about you know him suffering from what he's dealing with. I'm sure that takes a toll, and there's got to be something. Um, I feel like that is keeping him from being in the studio. Um, and we see, and I know we're going to get into it, but you know the whole Trick Daddy and Trina situation. I feel like there's something that's prohibiting him from getting because it seems like why you're not doing that. Like if you have that much going on to where you can't go in the studio. Well, it and you just can't seems like he's chilling,
2: chillin', to be honest. But it also could be maybe a fear of fail- failure. Like say the That's album what does come out and yeah. then it that completely flops. Like See, even well, like I, I don't M. think Miami's it's that because they came
0: out with that summertime song and it was dope. Like it made me feel how take it to the house made me feel. But when you text me this week mm-hmm. and you said that he had lupus. You know, I'm thinking maybe it's that, because I don't know if you remember when TLC and T-Buzz got sickle cell. Mm -hmm. She, like, they had to stop their touring. They had to Mm -hmm. stop. Like, she just really had to stop and focus on her. And Trick comes across like that's where he's at. Like, he's focused on his son in school. He's focused. He's chilling right now. And maybe he doesn't want to have the conversation. Because, you know, men don't really want to have that conversation. Especially with someone like Trina. Like, it's like, yeah, we're family, but we're not family family.
1: Right. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I, I think, I, I kind of err on the side of TK um, in regards to, I think there's a little bit of fear there. Because you think about it, you know, when you're such a big artist, you know, back then, you know, in the past, and you've seen this, you know, because you cover music stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. um And someone tries to, you know, relive their career and come back, and it flops, it kind of taints their legacy. Because then people are like, oh, you know, they just think about them for this one thing. So i think I personally think that it may have something to do with that. Because if you are just chilling
2: and and you love music, why would you not want to create music? Or just
0: say, like, yo, right now I'm
2: the same thing. That part. That part. So according to Wikipedia, it says uh, that he announced that he had lupus, lupus and affected his skin. And then he stopped taking the medication to combat the disease. And then um, his rationale is, like, why are they giving me medicine? Then I have to take more medicine to combat that medicine. And then he's also dealt with bankruptcy three times. So he's had a lot of different foreclose issues, stuff like that, oh, wow. according to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. So he's had a quite a few issues. So I think maybe that's it all costs money. Somebody has to pay for the studio time. I mean, Tr- Trina is correct in saying that the um, studio is backing them. Maybe it's just, uh, honestly, the fear of if he messes this up, then, like,
1: then what has the outcome?
2: Then what do you have? Especially at, like, I'm not saying that you can't change your life after you get to a certain age, but it's hard to start something new if you've been doing the same thing for the last 20-plus years. Well,
0: that and, do you also think, like, I don't know, we're all creative. So, like, for me, like, if I've had a bad week, like, I've, you know, in the past, like, I've been robbed, my re- car repo, couldn't week? pay rent. No, like, oh, I was just saying, like, like, yo, damn. Jesse, like, I. <laughs> yeah you
1: know i'll put something on it <laughs> no, no no but
0: so but i'm saying i've had those moments where it's like i have so much shit going on in real life right. mm-hmm. that it's like i need i'm not in a creative mood right now mm-hmm. like and I'm, I'm wondering if that's it and that's why he doesn't want to have the conversation with her right now yeah because she's so like let's create right, let's create
1: right. but i think because they're so
0: close i feel like but are he they? Should, like, are they close? Like, maybe they used to be close, you know, and maybe they're, yeah, but they're not. Time how has changed.
2: Yeah, how close is close? Because you could be close, but not really know somebody. And on top of that, too, men are. It's just we we've just gotten to the, the period of time where men, in particular, um, are you know expressing their emotions, all this stuff. But Trick Daddy's from the old school. Yeah. So for him to say all of this to you know even somebody who is considered family that's not, not likely something happening wants to do yeah
1: I, I i can see that yeah i mean because i i would think like and maybe i'm just thinking about myself if i'm close with somebody and they're constantly we're getting an argument mm-hmm. because we're supposed to be doing something together or creating something together i would be like yo i just can't right now you yeah. know and they would understand that but if he's you know something like he can't get right. into that or doesn't want to doesn't feel comfortable it was like the scene that we see him talking mm-hmm. and then the guy just shows up with a t-shirt or something yeah. you know and he's like hollering at that because he's got his mind on something else right. because that's maybe his hustle side hustle right. he's doing to to get you know get some paper and so and the the music paper is going to take a little bit more time right this is immediate paper
2: and then also the family aspect of it like if he were open up with trina we already know trina is going to tell Trick Daddy's current wife, ex-wife, separated wife. Separated. Maybe. So he's gonna tell her, and then. I believe because there's such close family, they're gonna ch- check. Gonna, they're gonna check on him more often, and that's the kind of the last thing you want if oh. you're trying to deal with your issues. Mm-hmm. Like somebody to check up on you, like, are you okay? Is everything okay? And then you just get annoyed because now you regret telling them because now they're checking up on you to make sure that everything is, you know, going well. So maybe that could be a fear as well. So he's just not even all around. Just not doesn't even want to bother. With yeah, it. it
0: seems like there's this huge distance between them because I feel like back in the day they probably did have those emotional conversations. Mm-hmm. He looked out for Trina, and here. We see, we meet Ray, who's Trina's man, and Trina's kind of unpacking her award. And um, she. Her house looks nice. Though. Her house was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's talking to Ray about how upset she is. And it's always so funny to me when you can easily vote. Uh, vocalize your feelings to a third party Mm. and it's so hard to do it to that person Mm -hmm. without that anger being involved and i loved i loved ray i like ray for her because he seems like that rock who brings trina down and was like hey go say all that to him and then if that don't work then keep it pushing so i feel like maybe that she'll go in on a softer scale because she does keep blowing
2: up on on trick yeah but it feels like when they met this time around it wasn't that bad no, I mean I True. think they
1: were they were trying to meet I mean the blow up happened. This is right after the concert, mm-hmm. right? They haven't seen each other since then. I mean they've talked about it to other parties. Um, so they're, I think they're just really trying. to... They're eating, they're breaking bread. So I think they're. She's just. I think she's just trying to get to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. But he was still distant about, it. like he was making excuses. Oh, I don't want to do pretty records, right. and okay, we don't have to do that. Like let's do something else. I just want to know, like, are you about this? Otherwise, I'll just do my solo right. record.
2: Like he's making all the excuses, Super and they didn't make any any, sen- any sense at all.
1: So I don't know, but I think that um, ultimately, I think she should just move on, do what she needs to do. I understand. You know, she wants to do the music with him, um, but just move on, and then, you know, when he comes around, he comes around, and then let it happen then. Because she's
0: lucky. She has the opportunity to be like, we can put this on hold, and I can do my thing. Unlike Mm -hmm. Mr. Spectacular, Mm. who is over here with family issues. I mean, we see him with Ray J and Fizz out here in L.A., because he's back and forth between Hollywood and Miami. Um, And, you know, we find out that Because you're right. I didn't realize like Pretty Ricky was a whole family Family, situation. Mm -hmm. um, That basically his father was managing them. Big Big Blue. Big Blue is the
2: father of all four of them. And was managing them
1: at some point. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: he apparently uh, is a little bit of a mess Mm -hmm. because he done... Well, from Spectacular's angle, it feels like that the reason the group isn't together is because of the
2: father. Mm. I didn't get that. I really? got that. It felt like he, rather, he would have... Because when you're in that position, you can either play one role or the other. You know, I, I feel Matthew like some Knowles. people... Yeah, I feel like all the cases we heard, even from Kris Jenner to the momager thing, we've heard the Kardashians say, you know, sometimes they just wanted to be a mom. I think it's hard to kind of do those roles. And I got... It sounded like he just wanted a father. And... Even though Pretty Ricky, it seemed like Pretty Ricky was going to destroy themselves anyway because based off all their situations. And <laughs> the, it just doesn't help that probably the checks that they're getting is feeding a lot, a whole amount of the family. So the father's the manager. Yeah. The mom was probably doing something. Like, you know, it's all extended family that's eating off of well, this. And it's this messy, too, group. because
0: some people live with the mom. Some people lived with the oh, dad. Man. And that mom seems very— Well,
2: that's Batekler's mom because oh, not, yeah, yeah. Sure, not be. all ma- the. Spectacular! I think the spectacular mom and somebody, somebody else's their their mom. It's they all share one dad, baby, with different moms. Baby okay, blue, Woe
0: was living with the mom though,
1: right? I believe so. Okay, hold on, just so I'm I'm clear, they're not all brothers with the same dad. Yes, they are. Yeah, I
2: different moms.
0: Oh, see, I thought I didn't. A, a I didn't couple of that. them are brothers. I'm confused by that yeah. too because I. I, you know what to be quite honest no. with you but they're I, all family yeah. I actually really all don't all I, I, I don't
2: care I watched it I looked it on Wikipedia because I was curious because yeah. I'm like they look don't look so like different. they don't look at each other but they do look at like each other that you can kind of see and then I looked it up and it's like they're all they're all brothers through their father through their father mm-hmm. okay,
0: okay let's just get to this part uh, well actually before we get <laughs> to that part I want to just make one quick mention so Spectacular brings his girlfriend girlfriend or, are they fiance fiance no, yeah. okay, okay, they're getting married and they're getting married I thought low-key it was weird that the how the mother attacked her. Like, uh, did you guys yeah. kind of think that was Because well, wouldn't you go after your son? Like, your son made the choice. The girl didn't make the choice.
1: like Yeah, but so, th- yeah.
2: I think they probably had conversations prior to that. I, I, I think that I,
1: they would have had to have conversations. Yeah. But I think for the sake of they're filming this, right? So they got to get it all out. I think that. It's easier for you, especially if with in a mother and son situation. I've seen so many times that the son is never wrong, right? Yeah. So it's easier to attack the other person, hence her, you know, his fiance, and be like, you know, I'm mad at you because you took my son away, and da 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 da. Which is kind of true. I
2: mean, it's it's in in the the, the base. Uh, he probably wouldn't be living in L A. If, if he didn't have her. a kid and a fiance in L A. But at the same like time, like as much time. Yeah, but
0: she's like, but you're pulling away from family. Well he's starting his own exactly and that's what I <laughs> to I'm make s- the the family bigger
1: and he's still making this decision on his own Right, it's yeah. not like no one is being forced this is what he wanted to do i'm sure he's probably uh, business-wise probably has it makes you know, more some sense for him right in nla for what he's doing so i think the mom is just lashing out because she she wants her son She's her, in I Miami. i think
2: any parent who has connections with their child that that closely wants to wants their child to be somewhere else especially when they have no. a grandchild You know, I think most parents, their dream, just like almost the American dream, is like, okay, your child is either down the street Mm -hmm. or within driving distance that you can go and check up on them, you can see your grandchildren, all this other stuff. Now it just gets difficult where you have to take a five-hour plane ride and... You know, lucky enough, it looks like. I mean, the house that they're in were, was it was, was, cute. It was a cute house. I'm like,
0: is Miami house price is the same like Atlanta or something? Because I know it's not. I know Miami's expensive. I actually, think Miami's expensive. Yeah. I was just but like, but we don't that know if they're in Miami, Miami, true, Miami, like you know, Miami, adjacent their
2: house, house, Fort Lauderdale. Well, we'll, you, we'll, know we'll, how. Just, we'll you know just, how it goes. We'll just leave that point. We'll you know, know. How it goes. Um, so I think <laughs> Airbnb. she's probably just she just probably is hurt at that at that point. That point. my mom's always getting on me about that. I miss my children. I'm like, you have one there. Like it's not that serious.
1: my mom. I, I have four siblings. They're all there at home with her, and she's still. But are you the only boy? No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm the oldest. But That's still. why
0: you were the first. Uh, yeah. She's like, I'm tired of them. I miss it when it was just you and me. <laughs>
2: oh.
1: <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> would you be can't funny. say that because
2: now
0: you're <laughs> yeah, my Exactly. Talk, all right, but talk about sensitive. Uh, I mean, clearly it comes from the mother and the father, and it drains into these children because right. we have this sit down meeting.
1: Oh, gosh. This is awful. Baby
0: Blue Woe. First of all, why do you always look like you're going to a wedding reception? Like, you're always wearing a four-piece suit with a serious face. Like, you don't even give me mobster. I don't know what you give I mean,
2: me. at least he's dressing up. It could be worse. No, it's too First much. First of all, his name it's is Baby Blue Woe. So what do you yeah. expect
1: by somebody named Baby Blue Woe? Not that. say it. I mean, like, not a four-piece suit, like you it, have. It's a
2: nice four-piece suit. I mean, it's a little it's bit too nice. dressy. yes yeah, you know. every time it's
0: yeah. like we in the kitchen. You're wearing a, a suit. Like, he looks
1: like how he how was going did. to the prom. He looks oh like he was gosh. going to his prom.
0: No, you know, it, honestly, it reminds me of someone who doesn't have money, who's always trying to prove that they have, they have money. money. By always overdoing it, it's like okay, bro. Like, so
1: instead of wearing a bunch of gold chains, he wears tuxedos. That's, yes,
0: that's it. It just looks so uncomfortable yeah. every time. He always look like he's like, just gonna fart right. or something. Like, oh my goodness. bro. So he's sitting across from Pleasure Peace. Mm-hmm. Slickum's sitting in the room with that fucking hair, just pointing. He don't, don't care about he nothing. He don't give a fuck. He don't, don't care about nothing. And I, and honestly, out of everyone, he used to irk me the most. But yeah. <laughs> due to this situation, yeah, 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 yeah. he looks I actually like loved completely him. zen. Like, <laughs> I was Super.
2: like, whatever, whatever you guys want. Do. if you guys want to tour we can tour if you guys don't want to tour right. like i'm good i have like six girls waiting for me at home right. like i'm Gucci. so between
0: the back and forth who did you think was being petty i mean we don't really know the situation for real real like we just hear based off what they're talking about
1: so um based on last season i feel like baby blue is more at fault regarding the situation i feel like based on last season there was a sense, in my opinion, a sense of jealousy because Pleasure P, when the group broke up, mm-hmm. Pleasure P was able to still continue his career as a solo artist. Right, mm-hmm. Baby Blue did not have that
2: type of, you know, saying. But he's also doing other business ventures. Right, he didn't right. completely fall flat on his face.
1: Sure. But I'm saying that I think there's, there's a tinge of jealousy. And now knowing mm-hmm. that they're all related, that would even make sense even more. Right. We're all siblings. We we're coming from the same cloth. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But And we were doing this together. Now we can't but you're still, you know, in the public eye. Because yeah, regardless if you have, you know, ventures, if you still want to be in the public eye, that's, you're not doing that.
2: Well, the thing too, you have to remember, I think last season it showed that, um, you know, Pleasure P was the one who was writing, but Baby Blue was the one who was doing more of the behind the scenes mixing According to what he said. According to what he said. So I think it just seems like they both have very dominant personalities and they have to both realize that and deal with it accordingly. Oppos- but it seems like, because they have those dominant personalities, one's always trying to outdo the other.
0: And homeboy, baby blue, he w- or I'm gonna call him Woe. Uh, <laughs> like,
2: it, it, there
0: gets a point, Like especially when we talk, talk about family, like, I get what he was trying to explain about the incident in the club, mm-hmm. but the way you said it was like, <laughs> if I insisted then you, would've been, it, dead. you right. would've been dead. like. Right. Bro, what? And like, then, he was going to th- put a hit out on me? like No,
2: well, I think what he said is it's like Pleasure, I know he, he pleasure just... P went after the guy. Like, that guy was, you know, essentially maybe carrying something and he wouldn't have been in the situation he was in. But again, yeah, it's how he how he says it. I don't know. that Their personalities are way too much alike. I, I don't I don't know. I don't get
1: Pleasure... I mean, I'm not saying Pleasure P's not type A, mm-hmm. but I don't see him being as dominant as Baby Blue because it seems like, again... Going back to last season, seeing what we've already seen from this season, mm. baby blue, Mr. Woe, seems like he's <laughs> always the one kind of instigating. Like when the whole Shay situation, mm-hmm. I know you don't like Shay, but when Shay was introduced, Bucky. baby uh baby blue, <laughs> you gonna keep her on Bucky. That's mm-hmm. what you're gonna do. Terrible. Um, but he was the one that was like going in on her, where you get her from. Da-da-da. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I feel like he's the one that is when they had the fight you know, in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I feel like wasn't that Baby Blue yeah. kind of instigated that? Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like That's why he got the
0: whoa in his name. Like, whoa, bro. I'm telling you.
1: Whoa. So I feel like... <laughs> Joey, mm-hmm. shout out. Um, I feel like he's the one that is the instigator. And I think that uh, Pleasure P is just kind of on the other end, like, look, I ain't got time for that. Just like when he pulled a speck aside and was mm-hmm. like, look, you don't need this money. I don't need this money. You mm-hmm. know, insinuating that, like, we good. Right. You know, but on the saying, we want to get this together... You know, in this this tour or whatever, and start this get this group back, um, then this is what we need to do. We need to do. Maybe the situation. they just need
2: to travel like on separate buses, like some other groups do, That's or stupid. just. Um, all right, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: here's what I'm going to do. I really am going to do this because actually I talked about this live on Instagram before I got here today. Uh-huh. I'm going. It's a new year. You're going
2: to Jesus.
0: I'm going to Jesus. Okay. What, what, what's and going on? I'm going to. What I'm still going to call her Bucky, but I'm going to really give her. I don't know what my disdain for her is. Like, I think it's just seeing her. I'm, I'm going to say she's hopefully grown up because from what we see for next week, she's right. grown up. So I'm going to I'm going to be open to that and I'm going to level so play this part of your New Year's resolution. Yes. Be nice to Bucky. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> but she's like she has not even come up yet. She will be next week. I saw the preview. (laughs) So I know I have to gear myself up, so I'm amping myself up. Speaking of amp up, so JoJo, Little Messy Boots over here, let's talk about it. She shows up to Bobby and Prince's uh, rehearsal space, which I got to say this. I actually went and listened to some of Bobby's music. He's actually got an okay, pretty good flow. Yeah,
2: he's looking like he's doing something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like
0: the videos are a little like a lot, like. But I'm from just listening to it audio wise. I'm here for it. Um, so Bobby's re- rehearsing, doing his little <laughs> thing or whatever. Jojo comes in. Tired, I also think it's really weird <laughs> when I, they come in and they talking from ten feet away and just like I just need to talk to y'all right, real quick. Right. This is the moment you felt like doing that. Like this you just spe- came in was like I'm just gonna be messy and shit. Like and, and she- what
1: was and what was. Doing there, I was trying to figure out like well, their just, yeah. just just their support.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. and Prince wants to get into music, right. which, is know, weird. which We find yeah. out, oh. right? because right, I... we haven't heard nothing
2: yet. <laughs> so it feels like everybody's like doing music now. Like you have the people who started when you have the first. You have the f- group of folks who started when they were young and like you know they're, since they're four and they're doing all this music. And now you have folks who, because everything's accessible to us. Um, mm-hmm. And they see other people popping off that they're now doing music too. So it's no shade to him. But in season one, we didn't hear him say anything about music. Um, I haven't started following him on IG, so I don't know if you guys follow him. Like, like he hasn't. It doesn't. If you're passionate about music, that you would always bring that to the forefront.
0: Right, and it seems like next week we'll see him go in the studio with chaotic and chaos. Right. Like
2: you're not going in the boat. Right. So not it'll be
0: interesting definitely. to see how that kind of flips. But with this situation with JoJo, mm. she came in and she was just like, "Look, like I feel like you know what I mean. Like you ain't
2: being you're not Lord. really really friend.
0: Yeah. And now interesting because all the tea came out. He says that they've been friends for ten years. He got yeah. so sensitive. But here's about the thing. It. He's he's mad sensitive.
2: Well, here's the thing. Like, like you could be friends for ten years, but how close are you? Like well, you, you can, can know somebody someone. for ten. years. Years and think your friend like i mean you might consider that a friendship but like how much do you really know and also like you know he gets the whole gay thing but i also wonder like as a
0: straight male are, she's not is she really your friend like you know there aren't that many straight male and straight females who are like building bonds the way
2: her and Bobby, are. I don't agree with that. Really? No. It just depends on, like, if you knew somebody from, from childhood, you can have that, yeah. that friendship and that bond, or you know somebody through a certain situation, or if it's, you know, I, I, I think you can have those friendships. It's not as common because most times it's like somebody wants to screw the other and exact, they're just waiting that, yeah. for the opportunity. But and he seemed
0: he the way he got upset was like I've always been respectful to you like yeah okay maybe I don't know you like that I consider you because any people who work in clubs and stuff like that mm-hmm. like you know, they will always like I remember when I was used to do be in that kind of scene but like it's like these I used to think these were my friends I'm like these are not my friends no. just because he get me into the club on yeah. t- right. a Tuesday right yeah they don't care
1: it's not my boy no I I, I honestly think I kind of side I mean Prince is not my favorite by any means but I feel like Garner his reaction. I think that he genuinely, whether he, he thought that they were friends, um, or they really were like cool like that for a number of years, and she just kind of portrayed him, and she he's just kind of
2: like, why are you blindsided Yeah, me but like the actionist was a little too much. Running out of the studio, uh, then taking yeah. your well, shirt off, before then that, hiding the She a trash started
0: it because he was nowhere near her. He started getting a little too rambunctious. Mm. Mm. But she was like, get out of my face. You can't say get out of my face and then run towards a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means he was never in your face. Right. But then, him, like you said, him being shirtless, crying out by the dumpster, like, did you say something now? Like, th- that? Uh, I didn't know where to go with it. I'm yeah. totally team Still Prince. But it just seemed a little too extra. Little extra. It was very extra. I don't even want to say little.
1: Uh-huh. Because even they were just like, what is he doing? Mm. Like, he's bugging out. Yeah.
2: The the shirt is because usually when you take your shirt off, it's right. You're gonna fight. Fight,
0: and who you're gonna fight? Or it's really
2: hot, yeah, something. Well, maybe that's why he went outside. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. It's Miami. I don't know.
0: So speaking of extra, so Jesse Woo decides to go meet up with Amara and JoJo because Mm. you know she was she was on Miami Tips podcast or whatever that was, and so she goes, she meets up with them, and. She said she was trying to look for a resolution, but I don't believe that's why she went there.
2: Well, even Amara said when she was talking to JoJo, it's like, if I'm feeling petty today, I might go. So it seems like they're all prepping for not to get a resolution. is more to have something else to bring back to their friends. Well, Jesse,
0: sorry, girl. In my court
2: you lost. I don't know what it was you were trying
0: to gain from this. Um, I think like, yeah, you have this talk show idea. I think for her to also think that Amara is stealing her idea, like everyone has a YouTube vlog well, show. If
2: she's, it's if not called timeline, Sister Talk. Right. If this ta- the timeline's right and she met um, Julianne, and then Amara came out with the show after that. Then I could see why there's an issue. So then she needs to take that up, up with Julian. Right. Um, Specific, now with the boyfriend yeah. thing, when she was, when they are talking to Amara and um, Jesse, t- they were talking together about the boyfriend thing, Amara never denied it she just said I apologize for your feelings which that is even more annoying because it's like we're not talking about feelings we're talking about facts so if you're not apologizing for the things that you've said then you're not really apologizing at all which I think that's what made her upset
0: but do you but think that, I don't do think Amara th- th- thought she was wrong,
1: right? Yeah. And do you well? Think that's
2: the thing. Then why bother apologize?
1: Do you think that Amara was really trying to, to holler at the boyfriend? No, no.
0: Amara apologized for if your your feelings were hurt from whatever I did, if that upset yeah, you. Yeah, that's like, right. I'm right. sorry. But she like, didn't
2: admit to doing that because because she didn't say she didn't say okay, well, um, this is what I told him. She didn't say she didn't talk about that conversation at all. She didn't even say you could have even said okay, well, I didn't even have a conversation with him. I don't know what you, she didn't deny anything. Which is annoying to me because it's like, this is what I'm coming you to, and this is what I'm coming to you about.
0: But she didn't even deny the gunplay thing either. And in my mind, do I think she wants gunplay? No, but she might have been in his DMs. Yeah, but they like, weren't
2: talking about gunplay. No, because, no, I, yeah.
0: Last episode, right. though. But she didn't, didn't, she didn't like make mention of that. Well, there's th-
2: nobody to talk about like that whole situation. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming to her with this particular situa- situation that has to do with your boyfriend... Like, and you're not talking about the incident or what really happened or if it did really happen, but you're apologizing for the feelings. It's like, no, I don't I don't need that. Sorry, apologize. Uh, apology. I just need you to either tell me what happened or what. So now you have both sides of the story because now we're still going off of what the boyfriend told Jesse Wu because right. Amara didn't say it, didn't talk about the situation at all.
1: And the thing is, I think in Amara's opinion, she's just like, look. Whatever you're saying, I did. Exactly. I'm not tripping off of it. So, Mm -hmm. if you know, I apologize for you feeling, you know, out of context or whatever, but it is what it is. And so, the fact that she didn't, because if she didn't do it, she would be like, I didn't do it. Right. So, I think she did do it, but just felt like, you know, it's not I think, that, serious, I it's not that serious. If it's
2: not that serious, then just say what, if everything is correct in what the boyfriend told her, and then she's like, okay, well, I really apologize for talking to your boyfriend like that.
1: But,
0: but maybe before did, yeah. it even got to that point, because they had just started talking about it. And so, where Jesse kind of snapped was the fact that Amara brought up the feelings thing mm. and then she made the comment Jesse made the comment like and we got to make sure that, that didn't happen again or something like that and that's right. when Jojo right. kind of snapped right. off and then it got a little too he- so I almost wonder if it maybe could have gone there cuz Amara doesn't look like I'm bitch I ain't running this game with you I ain't running these facts with you like mm-hmm. you're here for a purpose like I'm here for right. a music well, and career
2: Jojo's insert like her her getting into it's probably what ex- escalated even mm. more the thing is, if they had if they, you know, calmed it down before bottles were thrown, it's just like I don't want to hear about you apologizing for my feelings. It's not what that's about. I want to hear like the facts and you apologizing for this particular situation.
1: But she probably, But does she know. need to do that? Like, No,
0: like, like I don't girl, think she I'm sorry I hurt that. your feelings. Exactly. At the end of the day, go talk to your man. Oh, exactly. No, <laughs> I, like,
2: no but oh. I, th- that's the thing, though. It's not, for me, like, if, I, if I'm if i asking or I feel like you you need to give me an apology, it's not necessarily about the fa- feelings. It's the understanding that this is the situation. Because it's like, my feelings can get hurt all day about something else. It's like, oh, I'm going to apologize to you about this feeling, then right. you have nothing to do with it. It's like, we're talking about this particular situation. And even if she didn't want to apologize, at least there was discussion of it there was no discussion of the situation or have said you know what I'm not talking about this and move on
0: actually and we honestly we really don't even know what was edited from this conversation but the way I look at it is Jesse you were brought on a show in my eyes as a little higher up than the rest of the cast in a sense of like Mona Scott saw you she you were being tagged Mm -hmm. tagging Mona fans were tagging Mona Scott and all your stuff
2: and you come
0: on the show trying to be this good representation. The mm-hmm. first episode, you are you know, in church, all this mm-hmm. stuff, and then here you are. You fall back to so quickly to throw a glass and then take a bo- two the bottles. Bottle. Yeah, it was
2: crazy. Yeah.
1: And she looked the worst out yeah. of everybody. Yeah. I mean, obviously JoJo, which again,
2: well, yeah, she, she started like it. She, she mm-hmm. got into
1: it, but Amada was just like she got up like, dude, I'm chilling, and then. She gets the bottle thrown at her. No offense, like, but Amara's yeah.
0: talking about not being friends with Bobby because he's
1: messy. I'm yeah. like, girl, check your friends. Yeah. yeah, for real, chill, I'm telling you, bad news. I don't know. I don't know.
2: That bottle throwing is is unnecessary. That was crazy. Yeah.
1: That
0: bo- talking <laughs> about you. And what did she say? You'll get uh, jumped every time I see you on site. On mm. site, Something like that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't but know. I'm excited for next week. to sit down with Shay. Enjoy, Joy. Look like she it's ain't not even, even trying.
1: About it. <laughs> Not even. Not even. I love how she when she saw what uh, <laughs> was what? Oh boy, uh, Chaotic. Mm. And how she just dismissed him. Hey, Chaotic. All you <laughs> rappers like, are the same. <laughs> like he was just a little boy. Like, hi, hey, Chaotic. Uh, well, <laughs>
0: well, yeah. I mean, no like comment. Her. His music's good. And actually, I would give him this. Out of every performance we've seen Love & Hip Hop, like every one's like, I got a performance net. His was literally actually like a full crowd. Because usually it's like four people.
1: And you heard him like more so than like Performing. a couple of yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. A couple of lines yeah. that they just threw in there.
0: and that, But I did go yeah. and Google because I was like, who they got before I say something? Let me go see what this man does. <laughs> I, he, he, he's, he's
1: been in the game for a minute. He's, he's alright. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into it. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of The T, VH1's new official Love & Hip Hop podcast. We'll see you back here next Monday after a new episode of Love & Hip Hop New York. I'm Lim Gonzales, your favorite uncle, and you can find me everywhere at Lim Gonsalves
0: not my favorite uncle and i'm jesse make sure you guys follow me at dj jesse j please make sure to share the show
2: with your most ratchet love and hip-hop loving friends and after you do that go and rate and review the show on apple Podcasts and subscribe i'm tk trendad you can follow me on everything at tk trendad see you next week stay petty and stay blessed y'all Ciao. love and hip-hop
1: the t is a production of revolver podcast and vh1